last left off the party made the decision after Conrad was zapped with a beholder ice stalk uh taking out over half of his hit points in one hit um with a nasty jolt of necrotic damage um uh to to leave that level for a little bit later uh and so they uh they they returned to the second level and sought out a, a safe place to rest which they may have found in a uh side room tomb that's got a uh, chessboard floor and smells of wine and the moment we left off, they were all setting up to uh, to have a long rest with people keeping watch uh, intermittently in order to avoid any potential traps that may have been missed. Um, the very first thing Sevia is doing uh, is she's marching into that room and she's setting up alarm around the sarcophagus. Okay. And setting up to ring a giant, like, ring a bell for everyone to hear. Okay. Mm. I think, yeah, Full will be, like, trying to, like, set up, like, bedrolls and stuff and kind of, like, keeping an eye on Conrad and is very much, like, um, obviously waiting for CBR to finish doing that. Okay. Exley has moved over to a corner and is just observing. Yeah. Um, after 10 minutes, Sevia would be done. Excellent. And then just stands there, hands on hips. Paul's going to scoot over and be like, um, hi, I'm going to have a word with Exley. Um, could you be back up? Certainly. Do you want me to look intimidating or friendly? Uh, huh. I'm sure I can look very intimidating. Um, I don't know. I just kind of would feel better if you're there. Oh. Um... What well, then do I, is fine. I guess I'll just look like me then. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, yeah. Cool. I guess I will bring him out of the room and we'll have a chat in the corridor. Okay. Cool, cool. You've um, got this. Yeah, thanks. So we will approach Exley. Hi, Exley. Um, can I have a word with you? I mean, can we have a word with you just outside? Of course. Wonderful. And I'll just say like to everyone, um, we'll all be right back. I guess that 
keep an eye out as well if there's like anything at the entrance. <laughs> and then just kind of nod and then just leave with Exley. All right. Be careful. Sure. Hmm. Exley okay. will follow the two of them out. <laughs> Once we are out, Sevia stands directly behind Fall's uh, left shoulder and just stands there trying to look as much like herself as possible, meaning she looks very awkward. <laughs> um, Paul is kind of like looking rather uncomfortable to talk to Exley, but also and kind of like turns to face him and looks kind of uh, low-key angry. Um, right. So, actually, you've been trying to lead us lately. That's an interesting decision. As of 14 minutes ago, yes. All right. Um, why have you appointed yourself as the leader? I mean, from what I've heard before, you are someone that struggles with direction for yourself, and now you're trying to lead everyone? Do you take issue with a decision that I have made? I mean, maybe not in the last 14 minutes, but yeah, yep, yes. I think as a group, like, like, what do you think being a leader is? Because you certainly don't seem to care about life and comfort and safety of everyone here. What do you believe leading is? Trying to keep everyone safe, making decisions that would do that. Is that not what I have been doing for the past 15 and a half minutes? Well, I mean, nothing much has happened in the last 15 and a half minutes, so I can't really give you a good assessment on that. I mean, your other decisions, like, okay, why, why exactly did you try to blind me before? You were affected by a creature that you could see. I believe this to be some form of magical effect. If you could no longer see the creature, you would not be affected. Therefore, I was acting in the interests of your safety. Seriously? I felt like maybe like you were trying to remove a useless part of the party or something. Do you really think blinding me would make me less panicked? I did ask you to relax. 
<laughs> um, can I roll insight? Uh, 14. Difficult to sort of gauge where he's going. Um, there is a definite almost confusion as if he's not understanding the overall question. Mm, okay. I think Thor kind of like look at him very like scrutinizing him for a moment and like some of the more like heavy emotions will fade away a little bit and they'll say you don't you don't understand that right I believed that I was not acting to harm you. I guess. Huh. I mean, you've said before you don't understand emotions too much. How, how would you take it if, if you suddenly, someone took away your sight? I would be confused and attempt to identify if that person was a threat. Right. Do you believe me to be a threat to you, Fall? It's, it's hard not to believe that. You tried to harm me. When I was under, when I was in a dangerous situation. I mean, sure, I'm not very logical and I, t <laughs> I know my brain isn't logical. That's the kind of things that will leap into my mind. I'm sure they leap into most people's minds. I can't trust you after you've done something like that. But I guess I can understand it a bit more. That's just, that was a misunderstanding. But you do have to understand that. Hmm. I hope that you'll learn that you can't uh, learn to stop harming others for like, because it's practical or logical. And because that's how, because of the, some of the things you've done in the past, I can't, I don't trust you as a leader. Who do you trust as a leader? I trust Conrad for the most part. I trust Celia. 
they they seem to care about our well-being and they know what to do I suppose I just wanted to get all this out. Can I trust you from now on to not harm us? I will attempt to reevaluate my decisions. However, it is my understanding that trust is difficult to regain. So I would ask you to keep your guard up. Uh, okay. In time, I hope to regain your trust and the trust of the party. But I would not ask for your trust immediately. Yeah, excellent. Well, uh, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you understand. Hmm. Hmm. Good. Full kind of tries to like stand up and be all confident in pose. <laughs> well, thank you for that conversation. I hope um you'll think about what I said and um mm, excellent. If <laughs> oh. probably look a lot like Conrad when they're trying to posture like that. Mm. If for it makes you feel safer. Once Conrad is back at fighting health, he will resume command. Uh, excellent. I, uh, that does make me feel a little better. I do apologize. Uh if I have made you feel unsafe. Yeah, um, Falls just kind of like, mm, don't know what to make this. Um, and just like, um, thank you, apology accepted. Well, um, kind of like looks around the hallway. Um, oh, excellent. No threats here. Um, I am happy to take a first watch, I suppose. Um, let's get back to the others then. I'll kind of, of look course. to Sevier as well to see if she has anything to say or anything, how she's, um, how she's reacting to this too. Sevier was very awkward doing that whole thing and very like, oh, oh, so we're doing this. Okay. She did get a little bit uh woo when uh Fall was like, I would trust Sevier as a leader. <laughs> um, 
Just big, like, <laughs> blue, blue, blue kind of eyes. But then as it got to the end, she got this kind of contemplative look on her face. And almost as if she's not paying attention. Mm. Going to say, Exley, where is Prime? Um, Exley's not going to say anything for a while. Um, <clears throat> and then Exley will say, He was unfortunately no longer able to assist. And is he just wandering the corridors? He is not. Then where is he? Exley will again pause. Um, and will open up his mouth a couple of times to speak. Um, and then we'll just reach under his cloak. and bring out the um, gem-encrusted skull of Axley. Of Prime, you mean? <laughs> of Prime, yes, sorry. Okay. You got rid of him. It was for the benefit of the crew. We could have fixed him. There were certainly ways he could have been mended. Fixing him would take resources away from potentially fixing us. A decision needed to be made. Something very pinched happens to Sevia's face. And uh, she says, and once again, you made that decision alone? Prime was my creation and it has been made very clear on several occasions some recently that certain party members do not want anything to do with my creations I decided for the benefit of the party I would make this decision alone. Right. 
Right. Exley, do you remember that conversation we had in Barovia about emotions and feelings and humanity? I do. I'm glad you have found enough humanity to be passive-aggressive, then. Exley doesn't respond. I can understand the impulse there. But you created Prime on a whim. You ended Prime on a whim. Do not pretend that this is about anyone other than you. Do not pretend it is my discomfort. Do not pretend it is false. You made that decision. It was yours. You should own it. And if you're going to be mad at me for choosing us over Prime, if you're then tell, going to tell me that Prime is a part of you and then discard Prime, do not pretend it was a matter of usefulness. Either you are logical enough that this affected you, not in the slightest, or you are human enough that Prime mattered. You cannot have your cake and eat it too, Exley. Then she exhales and then looks immediately regretful of this decision. Thank you, Sylvia. Well, regardless, I'm sorry for your loss. In this case, I'm certain you felt something for Prime. And then she is going to just walk back into the room. Yeah, full just and kind of. Oh. No, she finds a corner to sit in. <laughs> <laughs> kind of just like nod and then just be like mm, likewise I think you should listen to what she said and I'm also sorry for your loss and then Phil will follow her and go to sit with her actually we'll stay outside for 10-15 minutes just sort of half squatting, um, <clears throat> sort of staring at this skull, which he's holding up in his hands. Just not moving, staring at it. And then we'll slowly, after thinking for a while, put it back in his cloak and wander back into the room and go back to that corner that he was in before. So whilst that was all happening, 
Beatrice will have walked up to Conrad just after they left and will uh, look as though she's inspecting him quite thoroughly uh, from sort of head to toe. She kind of like glares at her like, <laughs> that kind of like he's standing by the um by the sarcophagus to keeping guard yeah. I suppose and once she's sort of ascertained that he's mostly physically okay she sort of steps back cocks her head and looks at him and says I know you think I'm hypocrite Kind of like, kind of like, looks around a bit. Um, I, I suppose also I'll, I'll note temporarily as well. While Beatrice was like inspecting, looking over Conrad, um, he is like standing quite upright, a little puffed up the way he does sometimes. But he does look like a lot. Like he just doesn't look a hundred percent with it. Um, because I imagine with the necrotic damage stuff, it's not physical damage, but it's just like, it's like internal damage. I don't know. Um, like he's just weaker. Um, and he kind of. Uh, studies Beatrice for a moment, looks up and down, and is like, You are correct? I do. I have my reasons. Reasons. I did too. And Beatrice sort of yes, gestures for Conrad to sit down with her. He looks around a little bit more, and then, like, kind of looks back over like the, the checkerboard kind of like pattern of the tiling for a bit, like he's sort of visualising something and then he steps forward onto the tile that Beatrice has um sat down on and will sit down opposite it. her. You already have so much floating around from things. I do. You do not need more issues. Yes? <sighs> I think there's something to be said of constantly wanting more. Of something, anyway. Look. The others can think of me what they want. Stevia can put her little spell up if she wants. Hmm. What I am doing, I'm doing to make sure that the three of you get out of here unharmed. Why do you think so? What has the spirits given you? Some power? Bargain? I felt pull of something, but I was stronger than it. What is it like? Not much of anything. Truly. There's occasionally a voice. Hmm. And now apparently I can turn invisible. 
Yes, that is good power. It probably does occur to you, Beatrice, that you do have an object on you that Conrad hasn't touched. That has one of these spirits. Interesting. What what you do with that thought is completely up to you. Beatrice's beady little eyes think on the, <laughs> the item. Interesting. Do tell then, if you are telling the truth, which is impossible to say if anyone here ever tells the truth, and you do not have power from this apart from turning invisible, which is good spell, good magic, would be very useful in many situations. What do you think you're saving us from. We do not, I do not know the fullest extent of what this is. Yes, at the moment, all that we know there is invisibility. There could be more. Mm. But I am unsure. And Sylvia and Fall, at the very least, they are so unsure of themselves. This is true. They don't need anything extra going on. Hmm. You are concerned that they would react poorly to such a thing. It's a possibility. Also, just because whatever one in decided that it was going to... Inhabit me appears to be fairly decent or dormant doesn't mean that any of the others are. This is this would be logical conclusion or a conclusion, yes. The voice of Moa in your head, Beatrice says, Your tiefling friend may benefit from the advice of my friend Kubazan, should you be able to find his tomb. And whilst this happened, Beatrice sort of goes still and sort of uh, hums to herself a little. Mm. Are you... Oh, he kind of like looks a bit funny. It's like, does the actually held tilt, head tilt, and it's like, are you all right, Moa? Spoke to me just then. Said that if we find his the tomb of his friend, what was the name? A Kubazan. A Kubazan. Akubazar. Uh, Akubazan. Kubazan. Kubazan. Cool. Sorry. That's all good. Thanks. Dean names. It's too many. That Kubazan has something that could help fall. And you presume that the thing in your head is. Not malignant. It appears that way. 
interesting. It is interesting it is offering bargain. In truth, I do not mind what you choose to do. I was, in part, frustrated that I had solved puzzle and not reaped reward or praise, but it is of no consequence what haunts your mind. The other thing is, by me taking it, gets the other two off your back for the moment. Mm. This is true. It probably seems very stupid to you, but I'm mostly just annoyed that everyone's sort of okay with it. It was a I, big deal back in the temple. I don't think they're uh, that okay with it if you didn't notice that Sylvia very passive-aggressively let her spell, alarm spell, around the sarcophagus. True, true. That's even more frustrating because it just means they're more afraid of you than they are of me. So it's acceptable to do, so they don't want to go and tell you off. Hmm. Or not accept bargains or offers of companionship. You are all the same age. No. Yes, but I'm, you know, I'm more mature than they are. You know, look. <clears throat> it kind of like looks very huffy. Um, and readjusts the way, like the way he's sitting, which is quite cross-legged. And he's the, like, <clears throat> the others are also quite well aware of the fact that I am an assassin. Yes, well, that should have been me. I'm not very good at. So you want to touch all these sarcophaguses and get the and accumulate these powers to protect others? Is that only reason? Yes. That's the only reason. Also, it seems like only one of them can inhabit at a time. I don't have any voices for any of the others that I've touched. Interesting. Just like a parasite. Exactly. Karen looks quite thoughtful. And he like he again like looks over the chessboard and like like the chessboard floor and kind of like looks like he's picturing making a move. And then he turns he tilts his head back to Beatrice. The child in that room thinking of family. Beatrice sort of stills for a second. Is that when you got voice in head? Yes, it was. And yes, it did. I can't say I understand. I have not been in situation. My parents do not care for me, but you clearly do for your children and for your... 
for your wife, or did, still do. Yes? I always will. Is touching sarcophaguses and taking on curses solely for us? Or partially for other reason? Beatrice does take quite a bit to answer. She's silent. Perhaps part of it is I might might make my way to join them faster. Connor kind of like um gets whatever well, gets a funny look over her kind of face and then kind of um staples his fingers, uh just like he relaxed, like leaning on his um knees and then looks down at the, the ground and again kind of like looks into the middle distance like he's um visualizing something. And then after a moment, uh, turns to her again and goes, Is that something that you view as inevitable or a wish? That is always inevitable. This and is I true. am old and I am tired. You know what the sad thing is? I mean, there's many things, obviously. You know who you sound like from the book. Not even that long ago. And he didn't want to come back. Would you do the same? If we even had that magic? If something happened to you? It would be most likely. Unless something drastically changed. I would choose the same. I see. Oh, please don't do it soon. I don't want to be left with Fall and Sevia on their own and then whatever, whatever's going on with 42. Now that he doesn't have Prime. So he got rid of him? He did. I saw it. I thought this much. Yes. I do feel bad about the Liverpool. I don't know if you'll be proud or not, but I did apologise to both Fall and Exley. And Corner Exley now is not here. I'm sure that 
that will all be fine. Oh, yes, hopefully. And ideally, you know, something might happen to uh, someone else in here, not you. Well, we can we can sort something out. Build a better prime. Should be fine. It's an interesting point we're all at, I think, at the moment. I find it difficult to care much about my state of things here. But I do... You probably think this is stupid again, but I do want to make sure that everyone gets through this safely. If not for any point of caring, then at least because I want to prove I can do it. It would be more difficult without you here. That is fair enough. Well, we shall just have to see how things go here. And hopefully we can find whatever we're meant to be finding, get out of here, at least get closer to home grounds. And we shall see what happens. I, I don't hold... Um, I don't hold high uh, fantasy of what others, of what importance others place in me personally, but I always strive to do my best or at least uh, do whatever I feel like and uh, shame the others. So I will be here for time. Do you want to play cards? Sure. Why not? Good. And he kind of reaches into his pocket um, and pulls out a deck of cards. I'll deal. All right. Yeah. So you probably spend about five to ten minutes playing cards before the the others return. The two Angie twins. Yeah. And <laughs> then much later, then, actually. Yes. So, um, as, as you're, I guess, organizing watches for the night, I think someone suggested pairs. Beatrice suggested yes. pairs. So there are, there are seven of you, um, including, uh, yeah, including Artis and Dragonbait. It would probably be advisable that, uh, Dragonbait isn't the one who's left to do a watch on his own simply because he cannot communicate to you. Um, you can punch one of us in the head. <laughs> or do a Beatrice and just throw a pillow at Kono's face. You know, it's fine. I mean, he can do that. But, but yeah. He is a paladin. He's probably not gonna. Oh. Well, then he doesn't know how to have fun. Goodness. Perhaps maybe one of the, the stealthier um, among us can take a, a single watch. Yep. Yeah. Kind of will take a watch. Um, also, it'd be fine to take one of the first ones. Beatrice would be the one to uh, offer to take a watch on her own. 
Okay. All right, so who's pairing up with who for the other three? Actually, I'll go with his good buddy, Artis. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I was going to wait and see what Exley did, but uh, if that's the case, then Sevia will probably go with uh, with Fall. <laughs> so Conrad Con particularly wants to talk to Sevia. <laughs> so Conrad, Conrad will be paired up with Dragon Bait. Aww. <laughs> All right. So who is taking first watch then? Fall said they would. Yeah, yeah. Right. Sevia can. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Th either the two of you roll perception, or one of you roll with advantage. Um. I mean, I've got a plus seven. Um. I've got a plus two. But <laughs> I was about to say maybe we should do separate rolls because I think that might be tasty, depending on if there's any mm -hmm. RP. Oh yes. <laughs> Uh, that's a 12 for Sevia. Okay. That's an 8, I rolled an at 1. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, then I guess Sevia's got to do yeah, something yeah, yeah. that I'm worthy. Damn, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How do you distract full? Uh, well, <laughs> um. So... Uh, we're, we're doing a little watch, which I assume just means just sitting in, like, the middle of the room while everyone's asleep, twiddling our thumbs and glaring at the door, and then glaring at the gargoyles. Yes. And glaring at stuff. But Sevia's just very anxious and fidgety, and there is going to be a point where she's like, Should we really have said those things to Exley? Yes, I know. Um, I do get very angry sometimes and i do not have a filter uh, sorry about that i'm sorry that i kind of made you watch me yell at him a little uh, no 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 that's uh fine it wasn't like the esmeralda one and then to be fair you were all set to leave and let bygones be bygones and then i sort of said some very mean things back Oh, now I think that was pretty fair, though. I mean... Hmm. He does... Yes, it's always very hard to tell if he's just blaming all his actions on others, or... So... Well, I don't... <clears throat> I don't know. He just... Exley's always been... strange we've discussed before that I feel he can sometimes take on the ideas or concepts of motivations of others and I know he told us about yes. that warforged he met in the desert how yes. they wish for the curse not to be broken for mm. the Warforged to keep living here free of human uh, people. 
That's not something mm. Exley has necessarily discussed before. He has seemed perfectly content being around us, but... I worry that he has maybe... been more... I guess reactionary is not the correct word, but... But it is our word. Since he met... Uh, yes. That Warforged, and... Uh, I guess a part of me worries that maybe if he has been thinking about those things that Warforge said, that maybe we have just proven him correct. Uh, true, maybe so. What's... I don't know. It's very hard to know how to act what to do and it is difficult I've always struggled to keep friends but oh same (laughs) I don't know (laughs) it's hard yes I just don't (laughs) maybe we can talk to Exley in the morning apologize maybe for I don't want to take back what I said, but maybe the tone in which I said it. You don't have to apologize. This can just be me. I don't want you to go back on your word if you don't believe you should. Yes, I'll have a think about it. I think, um... It's a weird one, like... I don't think he understood that what he was doing was wrong, but... It did, it did, it was still very harmful, so... I just, I just don't know how to act with him. It is difficult. I think before, yes, before we, like, went to travel away from Barovia, he went to me to ask him for what he should do, whether he should leave Barovia, and that's not... I don't want to, like, have this power over others and tell them what to do. He asked that of you. Yes, which was very weird because I just had an argument with him previously. Well, clearly he in some way respects what you have to say. (laughs) (laughs) You are someone worth respecting. Thank you. <laughs> hmm. And I will say, um, before we get back to our watch, that uh, barring the context, it is very kind of you to say you would respect me as a leader. I do not know if I would, but. <laughs> It was nice to hear. No, I was just saying what I feel. I mean, you're very intelligent, but you're also very kind and considerate to the group. I think you make a great leader. Maybe one day. Mm -hmm. I do not know about now. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, of course. I mean, not if you don't want to be. Ugh. <laughs> Too many voices in the brain Sorry. at the moment. Yeah. And then we continue our watch. So, despite the distractions, <laughs> yes. your watch passes without incident. Uh, who is taking second watch? I suppose that depends on who the they would wake up. Um, unless Fall picks anyone else, uh, see if you'd wake up Conrad. Yeah, I guess. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Hello. Sorry. Uh, uh, time for watch. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, you're with Dragon Bait, yes? Yes, uh, yes. Yes, I'll go wake him up. Good. <sighs> right. He kind of like awkwardly, kind of very stiffly gets up and then just wanders over towards where the sarcophagus <laughs> is. Yeah. Sevia looks as if she's going to say something and then stops herself and then so just kind of sighs and goes to bed. Strides on past her. So, <laughs> Dra Dragon Blade is your Dragon Bait is yeah is gonna I guess greet you as best he can um, with the scent of lemon. Um, as quick question, we haven't ascertained yeah. this yet. Can you write? Um, he like um holds up his journal and points to it. He nods. Interesting. We will keep watch, but I would be curious. Finding where to communicate would be useful. You seem to communicate with smell of some sort, maybe? Or he, is it conscious? He nods. Do you know much about smell? Do you know why this room smells of wine? Uh, he shakes his head, and you smell the scent of brimstone. Concern? He, he shakes um, his head. He tears a piece of paper out, and then um, uh, passes it to him, and then takes out a piece of charcoal. Right. Tell me what your thoughts are while we watch. Okay. Um, hmm. It'll just generally be like what, like Conrad's intention is what? like, what are your feelings about? Like, well, what's going yeah. on here? Yeah, whatever Dragon Knight wants yeah. to write. Yeah, <laughs> so he's been pondering for a while. He's like, I wonder if he can write. There we go. Hmm. Cool. Um, so I guess I guess you find out that Dragon Bait is, um. Uh, a being known as a Sauriel, um, who originated from a distant world um, on on some far flung plane, not from the Forgotten Realms that Artis is from, not from mm. not from Biel or not from Ravenloft, not from Eberron. Um, mm. You uh, discover that he is. 
in fact, a, yes, a paladin uh, of the... I will have to double-check what his deity is, but, um, yeah, he... Some he entity is, from his home yeah, plane. Yeah. Um, he is a natural explorer. Um, he would do anything for a friend, and he will hurl himself into danger, no matter how frightening, when there is the uh, call for it. Interesting. Conrad um, kind of, like... Um... While like the dragonbait's writing these sorts of things, and Conrad's responding in kind, um, he'll just write back. Um, uh, that kind of like leaves like oh, that kind of stuff. Conrad just kind of gets like some horrible kind of look over his face, but then he just he schools it quite carefully. Um, and probably by the end of that watch as well, he's um got his journal and he's taking down notes and he's like drawn a um a sketch, quite a a, a decently good sketch of dragonbait at this point. Um, yeah, uh, at that, at that, do you show Dragonbait this sketch? Uh, yes, he will. There is a strong scent of lemon as you show him that sketch. Kind of, kind of, like, smiles awkwardly, um, and then nods. Um, the, uh, the other key scent you kind of note is that as, as you are kind of focusing on your watch, Mm. There is this mix of um, honeysuckle and wood smoke. Interesting. Interesting. Um, now, Dragonbait does not have proficiency in perception. So, and you do. So he's going to give you advantage on the check. Thank you, Dragonbait. That will do. All right. Let's see how we go. There it is. People are watching on video. I was just gone because I dropped all my dice. Oh. Okay, so the first roll is a 12. What's the other one? Um, okay, so... Okay, so the other one was a 5. So with the 12, I've got a plus 8 to per uh, perception, is it? Yes? Yeah. Uh, so it's a non-nat 20. Okay. Dirty 20. All right. Uh, you, you hear there is movement further off in the the tomb um but nothing coming your way throughout your watch and it passes without incident who do you and dragon bait wake do you wake beatrice or do you wake exley and artis all right Karen will just walk up to where exley is uh, presumably powered down yeah he's, still... he's like in that half squat um, yeah. Yeah. 42? Conrad. Your time for watch? Very well. I would like to ask a quick question. Of course. I settle down. Two, perhaps. First one, what have you thought of Beatrice's behaviour of late? It is curious, different. Hmm. Of possible concern. Agreed. 
I agree. By a similar note, your behavior is different of late. I apologize if I have come across as different. It is of no consequence to me, million observation. I am not good at expressing how I feel. And sometimes come across in one way when I really wish I was coming off another, so it's quite frustrating. Million observation. That apparently would make two of us. Ah, well, this is true. Have said we have many things in common. You and Fall and Sevia were gone for a while. Did you find anything? I am not certain. Mm. I believe much was lost and found. And only time will tell. I see. However, one thing that was ascertained that may bring you small comfort is fall does see you as a leader and an effective one. Corey kind of got like it's this sort of like flash of like uh like he like does that same kind of like blush that he does when he's like been praised in any way um and then kind of like nods curtly and like that there's that horrible kind of grin that he does sometimes like interesting i would not have picked that of anyone here so by a similar note you have today said same of me as well which I would not have predicted until now. Actually, just cocks his head to the other side. I have quick request for of later. Course. I have been much curious of the power you have and had with Prime and others commanding them. I can successfully create creature from other material, as you have observed. I want to learn how to do what you do. I have watched for a long while I have considered for a long while. I have not been certain of our standing for a long time. But I want to learn what you do. It will be useful for me. And I think it would be interesting to learn, to share a learning, both. I have borrowed magic. You have taught it yourself. 
I have only been given it. I want to improve. I want to command the power that you have and the influence you have on the others. Consider it. Exley looks over at um, the skull of Prime, which is next to his bed. Um, and he stares at it for a while. Does. There are those amongst us that would not deem that. Ideal. Oh, well, you know, you mean like how ZVA always wants, wants to vomit whenever she sees a dead body. Well, you know, I think she can get over that. It's useful. Are you concerned about that? Most people here don't treat each other like, you know, they respect what our, what we can do or what, you know, we care for. Is a not a pleasant way to not a pleasant way to be living it, but um at the same time I do think in a sense I, I am not good at this. In a sense I do think people care about each other. Even if it's not in the most satisfactory way. We all have to make sacrifices at this point. Are you truly concerned about what they think of you? Or is it losing a leverage? Like I spoke of back in Barovia. Because I don't think that's true. That is not. However, I am not sure on how I feel about everyone here. This is understandable. There is something different. But I do not understand. I have felt similar. I do not know if it is the same. It is very difficult when you can so easily predict what things will happen in theory and how people will respond and how you feel about people. This becomes so much more difficult when it actually happens and things go awry. Of course. I hope the watch goes well. Was there anything of note? I did not notice great deal. I did, however, learn Dragon Vate can communi be communicated to via rewriting. So perhaps, perhaps all there's to be learned of all of this is that it's just finding the right way to communicate with someone. Perhaps. 
Hmm. And on that note, before you go off, I've been thinking, when you make a new prime, when you teach me how to make a prime, I have two crowns. We could put one on, the new prime. It would be very fun. Not the best one, obviously, that's mine. But I think it would be quite intimidating. What do you think? I think that would work quite well. Good. I hope your watch goes well. Genuinely. Enjoy your sleep. I will try. All right. So. Actually, we'll wake up. Yeah. Um, similar to Dragon Bait, Artis does not actually have uh, proficiency in perception, so he will assist you. Excellent. Suck it, Artis. <laughs> um, that's a good 25. All right. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll visit that. Um, are, are you and Artis doing anything in particular during your watch? Um, probably the first 20 or so minutes is just silent. Exley isn't moving. Um, and then after a, a while, um, Exley will just turn to Artis. I have a question for you. Yes. Pray tell. What do you think when you see me? I see a war forged. without a mark of animation suggesting that you're not from here that you, that you're some some sort of uh, equivalent I guess from some other plane that you're entangled in some dark shit uh, from between your uh, use of undead, but also the way you cultivate that uh, the growth and all that. What do you think of me? I do not think I have spent enough time with you to formulate an opinion. And that is what concerns me. <laughs> Everyone has opinions. Everyone makes first impressions. Discovering whether they're true or not, that is the thing that takes time. I 
perhaps you are right. And Axley will turn back and go motionless. So at that point you hear something, something approaching in the, uh, in the distance. Oh, and it can we see anything? So, well, let's let's see. It uh, slowly but surely uh, will come into view um, of where you and Artis are. This. Um, Undead figure with a uh, a mask covering its face. Um, you I have seen you war forged. dominion over my mistress's creations. She doesn't like it. Um, actually, I'm nervous. Um, actually, will without breaking eye contact from this thing, say, perhaps wake the others, and will take one step forward and cast symbiotic entity on himself. Okay, before you do that, that's, yeah, you're both aware of each other. We're going to have to roll initiative. Everyone else roll initiative as well for, for when you are woken. Um, it should also be noted that there are uh, there are three small uh, hands kind of crawling around, around him, kind of following him around. a nat 20 for when they wake up so it's 27 okay oh i guess Thor was already like kind of awake oh yeah. see i thought laura had also gotten the nat 20 from her reaction but no oh dear um, i've got the opposite so six for conrad all up 19 One. for beatrice uh, 15 for Sevia. Ah, the Cerberlani siblings. <laughs> so oh, different. This is a dirty 20. Uh, Dragon Bait is a uh, natural 20 for a 21. Oh, hey. I believe. 20s. 
I was going to get waking her up quickly then, jeez. Mm, um, and Exley? Uh, 13. 13. Uh, Withers is going to beat you at that with a uh, 14 on the die, 16 all up. Okay, so the first uh, the first person who's awake um, in the initiative order is Artis. So uh, I'm going to assume that the order that people are in on the map is where they are. He is going to hmm, Sevier is the closest to him in position on the map. Um, he is going to. I mean, he's generally going to yell um, out, uh, we have a visitor! Um, and he's going to go to Sevia as the closest person to him to kind of shake her awake. Um, so can I get everyone to make a perception check to uh, to hear Artis? Um, Sevia, because you're being shaken awake, make yours at advantage. We'll see how we'll see how heavy sleepers everyone is. That's a natural twenty. <laughs> yeah, you are instantly awoken. Um, I'm making my total perception a twenty-two. Yeah, she sits yeah. bolt upright. Yep. Uh, I got a twenty-five. Uh, like she used yeah. to. Yeah, Paul, you you're sorry. Basically I think Paul was just like kind of half too. asleep. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, Conrad. 24. 24, yeah. Bolt up. All, all rolling well with these perception checks. Uh, Beatrice? Uh, that was a natural 20, so 26. <laughs> wow, everyone's oh rolling God. great on these perception checks, except for Dragon Bait, <laughs> who rolled a 7 plus 3. But that's Excuse a 10. Me. So that's still fine. Uh, it's still fine. Okay. Now we're going to all Out of initiative. All right. <laughs> So, um, that means Beatrice, you're awake. Yes, she is. Uh, so Beatrice will spring up and immediately, uh, draw her bow. She won't release it yet. She'll hold it for the moment. Anything attacks any of the members of our group, but she will hold it. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so, so what's, what's the trigger? Um, any, an attack made on, say, a member of the party. So okay. like Exley, Exley's the closest. So, Probably excellent. All right. Um, all right. Um, it is Withers go. Um, Exley, Withers is going to raise a hand, and can you roll me a uh, a charisma saving throw, please? It's not charismatic. Can it be wisdom instead? No. That is not how this spell works. I rolled a two. 
So that's a total of one. <laughs> oh. um, so Beatrice, your action is technically triggered as would yeah i uh would you be able to yeah you'd be able to get into a position where you could see down the hallway um you you suddenly get a lot clearer of you down the hallway too as um as actually disappears with a oh no beatrice loses her arrow all right uh, yeah, roll to hit. Uh, I'm not ready for this. Uh. Oh god. So that's a... Twenty-four to hit. 24 to hit, certainly hits. And that does... Nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. Okay. Um, Alright. This is non-magical, isn't it? Because of your... Because this is just your bow. So you don't have a... Ma- or do you have a magical bow now? Uh, I believe this is a magical bow because this is the longbow plus one that I purchased. Yes. Just, I can okay. share. Yes. yes. If, it's a plus, if it's a plus one, then yes, it is magical. Yes. Okay, good. It does It does uh, make purchase properly. All right. Sevia, uh, which is your go. Oh, God. Um... She wakes up, uh, literally bolt upright, um, and doesn't even say anything, just immediately looks around, sees Exley vanish, and is going to use her movement to find, uh, get uh, to the doorway. Oh, uh, the creature just came into view on fantasy grounds. Yeah. <laughs> He's... Gross. Um, and she sorry, uh ah uh, was not prepared for combat for some reason. Okay, I guess she's going to yell out What did you just do to Exley? And she's going to uh, move her hands in a weird way that she almost doesn't expect herself to move them in and she's going to cast uh, Toll the Dead. Okay. So there's just this sudden loud like bell gong. Yeah, okay. Um, that's a two. Yeah, is no, that... it's a save. Okay. Um, now, is there anything specific with undead and toll the dead? It doesn't say anything about. Nope. Okay. 
It's just that it's necrotic damage. So, um, so yeah, I know it's not going to do yeah. a lot. I just want um, to use this. So, saving throw from Withers. Um, it's got to be a 15. That is, that is a natural 18. Uh, and no negatives. So, yeah, though, he's not going to. No a effect. Bell happens. Yeah. Nothing else occurs. Okay. Sevia goes, like, just quietly to herself, goes, well, what was the point of that, Arcani? And then, uh, <laughs> stays there. All right. Uh, <laughs> Exley, you find yourself, uh, in the dark. Um, you feel at your feet, uh, strange... You're standing on something, and it's hard to make out, but it feels, and from the brief glimpses in the light that you can get, it feels almost like you're wading in a pool of corpses. What would you like to do? Uh, mildly panic. Um, you said there was a little bit of light? There is a little bit of light. Not an incredible amount, but a little bit. Okay. Um, can I hear anything? Can I hear my so, friends anymore or no? So of note, um, you you have arrived in a room half filled with rotting corpses. Uh, protruding from one wall is a large green devil's face. Its flared nostrils set just above the putrescent mass. A sconce about the face holds a flickering torch, providing a little bit of light. Okay. Um, I guess he would just use his symbiotic entity anyway um, and attempt to figure out where he is. Okay. Um... All right, uh, Conrad, it's your go. Uh, cool. Yes. So Conrad kind of like scrabbles awake quite bad, quite badly, um, and like um. Now, folks who rolled a natural twenty, don't forget your first action you take on your first waking round of initiative um, is taking an advantage. Excellent. Um, and um, kind of like scrabbles for his sword and um. And then kind of like uh, looks around, um, tries to assess the situation in like six seconds, and then kind of like shakes his head and closes his eyes and um, blinks uh, back a tear as um, the shadows around him kind of manifest into some horrible misshapen creature um, in the form of. Uh, let's do it as um, Fury. All right. So this is shadow. summons shadow spawn, and um, and then I guess when he kind of like uh, once while that's happening, and as my bonus action, I will use form of dread. Um, yeah. So very similar to when he got attacked by the um, by the beam, I guess. Uh, I think as you described it, like his veins kind of like uh, highlight, I suppose, and his eyes yeah. do. Good. So 
so he blinks open his eyes again and they just are oh, that amber color um just looks more dead fun yeah. um and then he's like um attack to the creature okay um which will now go to attack. yeah so i'm assuming you're summoning it as far out from you as possible in order for it yeah, to use yeah yeah need to use the closest point of where he can see yeah. there's danger yeah um cool all right and yes so then on its attack it's going to move to the creature person we're attacking yeah uh cool all right so i am going and it's going to attack with a uh a chilling rend i suppose all right roll to hit so that's my spell attack modifier to hit, which is a plus seven, so that's cool. Mm. Not rolling too well tonight. Um, so, but that's uh, still a 10, so 17 to 17 hit. to hit. Uh, that is cold damage. Oh, no, yeah. that's that's to hit. Yeah, 17 hits. 17 hits? Yes. Cool, cool. And um, so that is a... Sorry, I'm going to make flashcards for this. A d12 plus three. D twelve plus so three t- plus the spells level. Yeah. So, um, so five plus three, so um eight and then spells at third level, so eleven points of cold damage. Eleven points of cold damage. Um as this like creature that's kind of like uh just surges forward past everyone else yeah. at this creature. Um yeah, I kind of like imagine because it's like this misshapen sort of like shadow creature, like it's a lot bigger and like it kind of looks like it has spines all over it. Um, and it kind of just like, yeah, just hurtles past everyone else and it to attack this um, creature that's attacking us. Okay. Uh, and everyone kind of just gets this like this feeling of like this blast of fury as it streaks past. The crawling claws are probably at this point going to then. Uh swarm around the, sh- the shadow spawn because it's the closest thing um and they're gonna they're gonna claw at it as that's what they are they're gonna claw because they're claws um fair fair they know their they know their, they know their role um they don't have multi-attack they all just hit once each what is the yep. AC of the shadow spawn 11 plus level of the spell, so 14. 14. Alright, so one of them hits. Cool. Um, Three points of slashing damage. Oh. Which. It doesn't seem to care whatsoever. (laughs) Is it. Is it. Um, no, it doesn't have resistance. Yes, it doesn't have resistances, but it has no. 35 hit points, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just kind of shakes it off. And the other ones, like, try to claw through it, and it just, like, reforms before yeah. it can hit them. All right. Um, Exley, you feel... Um, you feel something... Uh, Wrap, attempt to wrap around your leg, almost tendril-like, because um, you can't see it. I rolled with advantage. Um, does a twenty-five hit? Oh boy, yes. All right. Um, Is this underneath the yeah. corpses? Yes. 
And you can see now that there's something grabbing at your leg um, and it's right up with you. There is like an eye stalk. Not like the beholder eye stalks, but um, this brown leathery, like almost tapered. uh, um, Yeah. Is it an eye stalk or is it... um, It's, it's, uh, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's an ice stalk. So just kind of leathery, tapered ice stalk um, poking out the top of the, the flesh uh, mountain or flesh pool. Um, so you take uh, seven points of bludgeoning damage. And... Six points of piercing damage. Um, and are grappled. Um, you find yourself dragged in forcefully under the pile of corpses. Uh, roll me a constitution saving throw, please. Uh, 18. 18. That is that is enough. Um, so you still take half damage. So you still take uh, five points of damage. Uh, bludgeoning damage, specifically. Um, and then, finally, uh, the, the, you feel a mouth bite at you. Um, so that is... Or attempt to bite at you, but miss because I roll the even with advantage. The highest I rolled was a ten plus six. Um. All right. So. Uh. What what time is it compared to? I think I think that's where we're gonna leave it. Uh, in the middle of combat for this uh session. For this episode. With Exley somewhere. Um, uh, and everyone man. rallying into action to deal with the thing that sent him somewhere. Ooh, hope he's okay. Yeah. Have a great week, everyone. Yeah. Um, should be noted. Should be noted. This is at least for a little bit. This is uh, Mitch's last episode with us, so that was kind of slightly engineered um, as as an exit for him. Um, and we'll we'll see uh, we'll see how things play out um, in both real life and in the game um, to see whether Exley can rejoin the party some at some point, somehow. But who knows? He might not even be... He might not even be in Eberron still. There's no, no way of knowing. Oh, boy. Uh, Good so, luck, Exley. Yes. Good luck, Exley. Yes. yes. Anyway. Thank you for joining us this week. Thank you all. See you next time. Goodbye.